<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a HeadGum Original. Hey everyone, before we get started with this week's episode, um, this theme song that you're about to hear is going to be a bit longer than normal. We're going to play the whole thing because it is a project that a bunch of our friends from the Review Review Discord put together, all collaborated on. Um, and we are so excited. We've been, we've been waiting for this for a long time. And so we're very excited to hear it. Um, so without further ado. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. One part more. Another day, another ad to never into road to podcasting these hosts who seem to leech my time will surely post another time one part of oh, task large to say how can I live without it pardon one part more tomorrow you'll get love today and yet
That who that was so amazing. That? that was so amazing. I also said, "Oh my God!" So, okay, so Ryan sent it in. Um, he says, "To who make concerned? One more pod is finished." Oh my God! Credits Ryan as Valjean, Marius, and Anjaras. Arvmon Studios as Javert, Curvature as Ternardier, Just Steph as Madame Ternardier, and Jenna, aka Little Saint Jenna, or Little St. Jenna, Little's T. Jenna, whatever you want it to be, as Cosette and Eponine. Lyrics by Cookie, aka 3115, and mixed by Ryan. You guys. That was... That was a, I'm I am I can't my face hurts from smiling. I'm also crying at the same time. Raised yet again. That was so worth the wait. For those of you who don't know, if if you're not in the Discord, go join the Discord because shit like this happens. This is the kind of stuff you're missing out on by not being part of the Discord. They, you guys have, they've been working on this for weeks and just remotely, like sending through voice tracks to each other. That was. That was everything I could have ever hoped for. That was amazing. I I feel so grateful, and that was amazing. I say we end it. The show? Yeah, fuck it. I actually had the opposite experience. Not going to be like, better. Oh, than it that. seems like this show resonates with people, and no. makes them laugh, and so if well, it leads people to make. Oh, also before you do, for those of you who aren't don't know um, anything, that was a parody of One Day More from Les Mis. So aggressive to people who don't know Les Mis. <laughs> it's just because it's like it's like it's lame. It's part of the culture. No, it's part of our culture. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody um, went that- to theater school. <laughs> Well, they should have. No, uh, the world would be sinister. (laughs) Um, Um, Alf, you're wearing sunglasses inside. Yeah. I wear my sunglasses inside. And your demeanor is very different. During daytime. Uh, Your demeanor is fully changed. The fucking sun, for whatever reason, is beaming through this window. If I take these off, it hurts. I have to wear these. But now it's like your energy is. So it's like, do I care? It's like, do I do I want your eyes to hurt, or do I want you to just kind of be like, I don't know? It's kind of giving like Roy Orbs. (laughs) I keep like licking my teeth. I keep going like. Before we started recording, Alf was like, it's the glasses, man. I'm telling you. Something's different about me. Um, no, I do think I might have a budding migraine. 
you know how British people say migraine sometimes? I've literally never heard that. My, okay, to be clear, not all British people. I've heard it both <laughs> ways. I, my family said migraine, but I have heard British people I've say, never heard I've got migraine. a bit of a migraine on. I've literally um, never heard Maybe that. I just know one British guy who says it Wait, There was something else um, that you said that you're like, oh, this British thing that like, I've, no cashews. one's ever heard in their lives. It I'm was cashews. It was cashew. God it damn was it. <laughs> I've had too restaurant. many cashews and now I've got a bit of a migraine on. Oh man, I'm a, I'm actually deathly allergic to cashews and I'm going to anaphylaxis with my migraine. Um, um I don't have COVID anymore. Okay, anaphylaxis, spill the tea. I'm on day 11, so my quarantine's done, and I did two negative tests, 48 hours apart. I I am cured. I am healed. I'm on the other side. I'm stronger for it. Well, yeah, maybe got- the brain fog in a couple years will not, oh, you know, that. back that up. But um, but I'm through it. Here's the thing: you're in that sweet spot right now. You're in that post-vid immunity stage where you can kind of like go. Ham. I can kind of do anything. You can. Um, you no, can go there is something that I do feel better, like sushi. having had it right before fall. Like, and mm, there's a spike in LA, yes. so it's like, ooh. Because it's I'm always, not as worried. <laughs> I feel like every year, like for the last three years, it's been like every time I have a COVID scare or have contracted COVID, it's been around <laughs> Thanksgiving, December. It's like yeah. when when I need to travel, when I need to do things, need to see people that I don't get to see very often. It's like, why can't I just have COVID in August? And you did that. You made that a reality for yourself. And I did that. And um, I didn't lose my taste or smell this time. It was it was much easier this time. This is not me saying, like, everyone, wear a mask, Riley get vaccinated. Riley did the thing, contracted but, COVID-19. Um, <laughs> um, but I, it was easier the second time. I had, like, one day where I just felt like I was hit by a truck. And then, uh, but I didn't have a cough. I didn't have a sore throat. It was, I was just way, really tired and congested. Way easier for me the second time as well. Yeah, and I and I was able to taste and smell, which was great. First time um, was like, yeah. Second time was speaking like, of eh. speaking of fall, really quick. I want to get the, we want to get this out at the beginning of the app. Um, we have a fun little announcement to make. Uh oh, what could it be that they are announcing? Um, we review review is going to be part of this year's New York Comedy Festival. Woo! So if you want to come see review reviews to first ever like live in person show, we are going to be performing in at the Littlefield Theater in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. I've rise up. Um, we're going to be oh. there Sunday, November fifth at five thirty p.m. So uh, we will link tickets. Everything, um, but yeah, New York Comedy Festival review review. We are so excited, and I know what some of you are thinking: a Sunday afternoon show. There's we're very no, grateful. We're very grateful. No, we're very excited. Do there's not. No way that that's going to be good. And here's what I have to say for you: Imagine this. It's November. There's a little chill in the air. It's a Sunday afternoon. Ah, okay. you come out. You see some absolutely rip-roaring, knee-slapping, tear-jerking comedy. That's have us. a drink with us. Have a little hot toddy. Have, have a sip. Have a drink. Is, what's that? Is that a musical? Uh, is that Hamilton? Uh, and then... Uh, have a sip. Have a drink. What is it? He goes like, have a sip. Have a drink with me. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that part of <laughs> Hamilton? <laughs> musical. Anyway, you, you have a hot toddy. You have a PSL with a shot of tequila in it, curdles the milk. <laughs> you chug that down. You come watch some comedy, and then you're home and you're in your fucking bed by 8 p.m. 
Doesn't that sound? You can also hang out with us after. Oh, yeah, you can bed. hang out with Riley after, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you can go to yeah. bed. It's like Sunday afternoon show. I think underrated. It's I think kind of slay. I think it's kind of slay. Pretty goaded. So, um, so we're very very excited. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be going uh, goblin else? mode at this one. By the way. I'm trying to use more Got like it. like you know Gen Z it's slang. It's because the glasses. Yeah, it's because the glasses. My Riz and will be unparalleled. Um, <laughs> speaking of going goblin mode, um, you know where I want to go goblin mode. Um, Is where I want to I want to be a goblin in a shared bedroom oh. with strangers. That's right. We're talking about European hostels today. Um. So we were last night. We were discussing this topic on the Zardy on the Jeff and Riley, Riley Jeff Patreon. Patreon Zardy. We'll plug there, and that's and, a Zoom party. And I come sometimes too, if that's an incentive or disincentive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, "Hostel." Someone had suggested it on the Instagram. Oh um, come on! Oh come on! And I was like, "Yeah, let's do hostels." And then. Riley goes, uh, "Let's make it a little I bit think more." Jenna, sp- Jenna suggested. Yes, it. Jenna, Jenna, who is who is part of the patreon she suggested it and riley goes let's make it more specific and i go mm, okay and she goes how about european hostels so she You're literally just narrowed it down to a fucking continent it's like somehow okay. that's more specific like yeah it's more specific but not meaningfully yeah. but it's more specific than when than just hostels right it's more specific than just no hostels. you're so fucking right i'm so dumb um i love hostels Talk to me about them. Haven't been in one since COVID, crucially. I think the the experience probably fundamentally changed for me by COVID. Um, yeah. But like in the summer of 2019, I did some solo venturing around um, Europe uh, and stayed in many hostels. And European hostels. So there we go. <sighs> Again with this shit. Um, and uh, some of them were really, really great and an inexpensive way to get to see some really cool places. And some of them were hell on earth. <laughs> right. Um, the one that comes to mind is when I stayed in a hostel in, it was either the Czech Republic or Austria. I can't really remember. Um, I was drinking a lot. And uh, I stayed in a hostel where I shared a room with 31 other Man. You are lying. You are lying. The beds, the bunk beds were four high. No. Four that bunk is beds a high. Death trap. That yes. is a death trap. There were eight bunk beds that were four bunk beds high. And I climbed to the tippy top because the top one was the only one that was out. There were only top ones open. But also, to be fair, that's probably the safest one to be in. I mean, safest by what metric? Safest in, like, safest you're not going to get crushed. if it all crushed. came down. No, yeah, exactly. absolutely not. Because it's the reason it's the unsafest is because then when you go out on a fucking pub crawl and you're in your oh, bed sure. pissed as shit at three in the morning <laughs> and you suddenly need to go to the bathroom, you are yeah. drunk climbing down four bunk beds worth of, like, a rickety... Four flights of also, bunk beds. Also, to be clear... <laughs> You're picturing this bunk bed in your mind. I know what you're not picturing. It being made of wood. It was. It was made of the creakiest creakiest wood imaginable. Um, So I did that. And that was pretty pretty much a low moment. I also was woken up drunk 
I wasn't drunk this time, um, but someone else was drunkenly woke me up in the middle of the night at a hostel in uh, Belgium and was like, you're in my bed. And and it was like a whole thing where he was like, he thought I'd taken his bed. And I was like, no, man, you were sleeping over there. And it was it was pretty unpleasant. Um, But then I also stayed in some really nice ones. There's one in. Aberdeen I stayed in, which is really nice. Uh, a couple others in Venice I stayed in were really nice. So, real mixed bag. Anyway, enough about me. What do you like about hostels? I, I've never stayed in a hostel. Oh, they're incredibly hostile um, environments. Well, because I think uh, whenever it's like I've, I've, I remember after studying abroad and uh, yeah, I went to Lambda. Hey, fuck um, off. Go ahead and fuck off. But uh, I, I did some traveling around Europe with some friends after that, and we just like pooled money together to get like to share hotel rooms. I right, think I was right. just, I'm too ner- I think I was just too nervous. No, I, mean, I know that you... hostels are a great and inexpensive way, but I think it's just like the, I, I don't know, being a young woman and traveling, no, absolutely. I just, it's a whole different there's a part game. of me that just, get, it's, it's also, just makes me nervous. Also, I would never stay in a hostel if I wasn't on my own, because you're right. The more people that you have, the more it's like, we could just have the same experience of like being uncomfortably cramped in a space, but with people we know for right. the same amount as we could be cramped in a space with strangers. So yeah. and- I, I would never do it if I was with like three other people. I was just doing it because I was on my own and I was also like living off of like 15 euro a day. I was having like sure. a croissant and an apple for like all of my food. Well, and that's not an eating disorder. And no, that's and that's no, not an no, eating disorder. No, that was actually the um, luxury, the beauty of traveling <laughs> the French Riviera. <laughs> um but yeah, I I've never <clears throat> stayed in one, but just hearing stories like that. I mean, my God, I can imagine it, what a way to meet people. What stories oh my of God. like the kinds of people you meet at a hostel. And and so when I was looking them up, it's just like a bunch of different kinds of hostels. It's like there's and I did see it's like hostels that are highly recommended for like solo women travelers or mm. hostels for families, hostels, party hostels, like all a lot of different kinds um, that are really affordable, you know, and. The cheaper it is, maybe maybe uh, you might get thirty one people to a room and four bunk beds stacked right. on top of each other. But still, but also, it's like if you're traveling pricing, around, the pricing is fucking random because, like, I think I paid the same amount for that one as I paid for this one that I stayed in Berlin that was super nice, and uh, I was only with three other people in the room. There were two bunk beds, mm-hmm. and so it's like the pricing is so random. That one was crazy because I went on a pub crawl with the two two guys from Newcastle who were. Mm. who were there uh they had literally it was a uh like wednesday they flew in on a wednesday night to go partying in berlin and then were flying back to newcastle at like 4 a.m to go to work on thursday to be fair i have also done when i was in london i did do like a 32 hour trip to berlin this wasn't 32 (laughs) hours this was nine hours like yeah, no, they didn't wild. even and so i that's remember wild. i went I, I went out drinking with them and i like reached a point at like 1 a.m where it's like i'm going home i went back to the hostel i wake up the next morning they're gone they've had to go catch their flight but in their beds are two enormous potted plants 
that they, they had that they had they turned stolen. into plants. No, I don't. They met a witch. No, and I don't think. Oh my god, Alf! That was no. them. They didn't go on a plane. They literally. I turned think. Into plants. No, I think they they drunkenly stole them and then no, put them in the beds in the hostel. No, I think okay. They met a witch. Okay, let's play that out. Um, I'll be <laughs> the witch. Uh, wait. No, that is wild. They just left it there. Anyway, I hostels are they're fun and they're a fun thing to do while you're young, but the age as I age. And you are so old. I'm ancient. My back, my neck. I think just talking about age and hostel, I think it's oh. going to be like the most youthful episode. Yes, I love that. Like, I think we're still young. Carefree. You know? Carefree. Kind the of most... just like freedom and like COVID is over. You don't have COVID anymore. There's a freedom <laughs> that in that. That means it's over. That it's going to be the summer over. of love in September, man. It's going to be the freest. It's going to be the freest the episode. Freest youngest. The freest, youngest youngest healthiest episode the lithest episode we've ever done oh lithe it's the lithest this is the lithest this is officially the lithest episode hey they're the lithest what it's like (laughs) uh do you want to start or should i i would love it if you started okay okay go crazy this is for it's a party hostel it's it's uh, ranked at least on this website which is like not TripAdvisor, not uh yelp or anything like that i'm forgetting the name for it I just took screenshots and then I closed out the tab. Um, but it's ranked Classic, as the number yeah. one best party hostel in Berlin. That's saying something. <laughs> it's called the Circus Hostel. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, it's, it's ranked out of 10. So it's 10 out of 10. Whoa! This is from a- AC. Okay. This one comes from air conditioning. <laughs> you are a piece of shit. Um, and this is from August 19th, 2023. So this was very recently. Whoa! <clears throat> Air conditioning. 10 out of 10 writes, this was a perfect ending for me. Oh. Everything was as it should be. Not having AC was not a problem for me as there are some small ventilators. <laughs> this was a perfect ending. <laughs> to what? <laughs> to what? Genuinely to what? Genuinely to his life. <laughs> to his to his trip, I imagine. But mm, kind of well, ominous. This is this is how I want to go. Walk into a hostel and you're just like, "Fuck, I could die here. <laughs> I could fucking die in this place." A family comes in, like a bere- like recently bereaved family. Um, rings the bell, front bell. Oh my god, I can't believe we have to do this. Uh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, hey! Do you work here? Yeah, what's up? Hi. Uh, this is highly unusual. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, my brother just passed. Um, and uh, my family and I, we just came back from... Condolences. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, he was sick for a long time. And, and so it... What did it he have? It was almost kind of like a mercy. Uh, he had pancreatic cancer. Oh. Um, well, right. Oh, yeah. Um, but he actually, it's kind of been a wild goose chase uh, for, his, for his wishes after his death. Uh, but he, mm. he led us here. Um, and it, he wrote a letter to us that the coroner found in his uh, suit jacket pocket. He died um, in the suit. He died in a suit. He was a <laughs> he was a fancy guy, and he said, um, "If you want a taste of 
the life of the party, parentheses, a.k.a. me, smiley face, go to Circus Hostel in Berlin, ask for Peter, and he'll give you everything you need to know about, well, me. Wow, that's heavy. You wouldn't... Um... You wouldn't happen to be Peter, would you? No, no. My name's uh my name's Jasper, but I can uh I can get Peter. I think he's in the back. Peter's here. Oh my god. Yeah, he's on um, towel duty. Well that'd be amazing. I mean Washington he towels. he Well, uh my my brother clearly connected with him a lot, so sure. if there's anything else I could learn from him, I would be honored to meet Peter. Sure. I'll um yeah, I guess I'll grab him. Um, do you want do you want to sit down? Do you, there's a bar. Do you want to wait in the bar? You know what? Uh, yeah, Papa could use a drink right about now. Oh, okay. Um, um, get to the bar. Uh, dirty Shirley, please. Extra dirty. Coming right up. You're French. Oui. Wasn't expecting that here in uh, Germany. <laughs> Bienvenue à Berlin. Everybody is a transplant here. Oh. Cool, kind of like a melting pot. <laughs> you know, my my brother uh, Frank, he he loved fondue. Speaking mm. of melting pots, that's just a little bit about him. Sorry, this is really hard being here. Was this uh, Frank, your brother? Any chance <laughs> that he was quite a fancy gentleman? Um, yeah, he was. God, he was kind of the fanciest guy I ever met. Mm. Um, he always wore a suit. I mean, yes. my God, the man loved a suit. Uh, hair perfectly quaffed. Yes, all the time had to be. That was so frank. And yet um, he went through all this effort to quaff his hair, and then he hid it under his fedora. You met Frank, of course. Always in a fedora, never in a bad mood. Yes, that's him. He he was happy go lucky, and if he wasn't in a fedora, he was in a pork pie cap. Absolutely. I have to say, I'm slightly concerned by your tone of voice. You are saying it past tense. He was. Has Frank moved away? Um, he has moved away. Yeah, he moved away. Uh, Back to, to the great unknown. Oh. Um, to the Poughkeepsie in the sky. That's, that's heaven, all right. Oh, he has um, passed away. Frank passed away um, yesterday. Actually, it, uh, he had pancreatic cancer, and it and it you oh, know, just absolutely ravaged him. So I'm here to meet Peter, who you know he left a uh, note in yes. his fancy suit saying that Peter kind of changed his life at this hostel. Absolutely. Um, well, you cannot go wrong with Peter. He is one of the nicest men I have ever met. Well, you Would know you what? Like... You seem pretty nice yourself. Oh, maybe. We... Would you like to connect with your brother? Have uh, his favorite drink, perhaps? Oh, my God. I, yes, I will say also about my brother. He's the fanciest guy I ever met. Mm. And I can't believe he was staying in hostels around Europe. He could afford really nice hotels. Oh, but hotels. Edgar's from his microchip business. He told me all about it. But yes, he loved... the dog microchipping. He could all, you know, he was very concerned about people being able to track their dogs. And it was a lucrative. But no, may we? He was a kind man. He would rather spend his money on others than on himself. And he gave uh, everybody here a sense of happiness and oh, an amount God. of money. 
before he, he paid. Left. Well, my God, how much did he pay you? Not the crazy, like thirty euro, but it adds up. Oh, so like, he paid. There he were paid like for a drink. Right. Well, there were like twenty people here, so it's you know, do the no, math. No, Six hundred euro. I, I would. I would love to have his favorite drink. Okay. Um, if, this... I can remember it's just kind of a, a neat scotch. That was how no, I knew Frank. No, but... no, no, no. That is not the Frank that I knew. Uh, the Frank that I knew uh, was always drinking uh, what he called worm bombs. It was a glass of absinthe that you drop a Jaeger shot into. Oh, um, are you sure we're talking about the same Frank? Because we? Frank was... This is the Frank who cleaned his pocket watch three times a day and always had to have his shoes shiny enough that he could see his reflection. So it doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would have a worm bomb. Oh, but yes, uh, Frank, he was the man who was always wearing a pocket square, never not drinking absinthe. Wow. I guess there was a lot to Frank that I didn't know. Eh, perhaps you did not know your brother as well as you thought. That was really out of line. No, I just meant it was clear. I'll take a worm bomb, but I'd really like to see Peter, please. Okay, I will make two. One for you, and one for moi. I don't want to have a drink with you because you're kind of stepping out of line. Okay, Peter can have the other one then, if you're going to be a... Whatever. All right. Here he comes now. Here he comes. Here's the man of the hour. Peter? Howdy, howdy. Oh, howdy. Again, was expecting a German man. What can I do's you fours? Well, you can do's me for a bit of clarity and maybe a little bit of solace. Um, I hate to say this, but uh, my brother, Frank, you may have known him as the, the fancy man in the fedora. Well, by howdy, um, I do. He lost the battle. <gasps> uh... He's no longer with us. Um, he's in the Great Poughkeepsie in the sky. And uh, he I'm left so... a letter saying that you kind of changed his life over here. No way. That's why. Your, your accent, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's kind of a chameleon. You started off, with, I thought you might have been from Texas or something. Yeah. Now... Uh, well, I'm kind of from Texas by way of, you know, kind of. I spent some time in Stockholm, and and you know we're European here. It's everybody is melting pot, melting pot. Yeah, um, he takes off his um, enormous cowboy hat. I'm really sorry uh, <laughs> to hear about your brother. Um, Thank you. Um, he really, you know, I, I was never a hostile guy in my youth. Mm. Um, Right. And Frank wasn't either, but it seems like this place, these people, this country changed him. Can I show and you something? Is it f- having to do with Frank, I imagine? Yeah. That would be crazy <laughs> if I had just said, like, ye doggie, let's get it going and go see something that has nothing to do with your brother. Like a baseball card collection. That would be crazy. I have a stamp collection that is really, I don't need really to see good. that. That's okay. Right. Shh, please. Um, Let's go. You're the man who I came here to see, so yeah. if you have anything else that could help me learn a bit more about the brother that I guess I never oh, knew, I want to see it. Yes. Come with me to the back patio. 
it's going to be a really good time. Go to the back patio. Go to the back patio. You see 35 people all wearing suits in fedoras with glasses of absinthe in their hands. You see, this was uh, Ye Doggy Frank's uh, influence. He was a crazy guy who loved to party, and he was always partying and always dressed nice. And his influence has made this place crazy good. Everyone cheers. Ye Doggy Frank. Wow. We drink to you. Oh my god. Um, so you all knew Frank. But of course. Um, you know, can I just ask? I won't take up too much of your time. This is, I, I honestly don't know how much my heart can take this. It's, it was so recent. I miss him so much. Um, can I ask everyone to go around and share, I don't know, something about Frank that made them smile? I can start. No, um, no. Please, let me. I'm the waiter. Well, I'd uh, like to start because I'm the I'm bartender from before, you remember. I don't like you very much. I offended much. you very, very deeply. Yes. Your brother Frank, one time he saw me. And I was crying over a femme fatale. A woman who had broken my heart. You are... A Peppy Le Pew man. And he passed me his Garfield print pocket square for me to blow my nose. And he said, cheer up, bucko. It is always gonna get better. And Every that, uh, Ye doggy Frank. Ye doggy Frank. That really changed my outlook and how I only date women uh, who are right for me. Ye doggy Frank. You know, like 10, 15 years younger. You, I don't like you, and I don't Why like not? your whole thing. Okay. Your whole thing is bad. I have to inventory the bar. I will leave. I can share a little bit about ye doggy, Frank. Is everyone here kind of by way of Stockholm? Yeah. Ye doggy. You know, Berlin to Stockholm is not a long flight. It's melting so. pot. We are in the melting pot. I, I'll um, be honest, uh, sorry, Peter here again, I'll be honest, we have real questions about Melanie, I think she might be faking the accent, um, but we've never really caught her out, so we don't know. Well, I can be honest about this, I am from, I am from Bloomington, Indiana, you see? but I feel like my heart has always been on this side of the water pond. And so I kind of feel like I am part of the culture in the way. Nobody ways. talks like this here. Except her. I can share about Ye Doggy Frank. Ye Doggy Frank. Ye Doggy Frank. Ye Doggy Frank was, I am not ashamed to say, a wonderful lover. Oh, my. Oh, uh, we don't need to get into that. No, I think it's important you know this about Yidogi. I would like to hear this. <laughs> you suck. Yidogi was selfless. Yidogi was gentle but rough when I wanted him to be. Yidogi changed me from the insides outwards. He cut my hair. In the most intimate way. He looked me in the eyes as he trimmed my bangs and said, This will be a good look for you, Melanie. Wow. I didn't believe him at first, but then 
I walked out on the streets the next day, and boom, a modeling scout saw me and handed me a card and said, you got what it takes? And I said, oui. And so that was Frank's doing. He knew what I was capable of. You doggy Frank. You doggy Frank. You doggy Um, Look, I don't want to be out of a line here, um, but... Is the bartender love... again? Is it you? No, I'm Peter. Can you oh, tell? sorry, it's Peter. It's Peter. I'm yeah, from yeah, yeah. Texas by way of Stockholm. <laughs> anyway, would you like to share a little story about your brother? I would love to. Um, <clears throat> it means so much to me to see you all here. I, I'm kind of confused because I came to break the news about his passing, so it is a little bit confusing. I don't know if you guys were all just here dressing up as Frank or it is you know, a Wednesday. what that was about. It's your doggy day. Wednesday was your doggy day. He made it happen, and we have not stopped since he left. We did not know he was dead. This was normal for us. Your doggy Frank. Melanie, um, I swear to God, I'm going to find out that you're lying about the voice, and you're going to be so fucked. I, I will share, um, Frank, uh, you know, our parents weren't, weren't the best parents. But that's, you know, they tried. Mm. They're from a different time. And so they never said, I love you to us. I, I don't think we've ever, we ever heard our parents say that. Um, but after, you know, we'd hear mommy and daddy fighting in the other room and I'd get nervous. Frank would hold me in his sinewy arms. And he would say, they love you, buddy. They love you, William. And I would say, you don't, you don't know that. And he'd say, I sure do. Why don't you what ask What a weird them? thing for you to say. And I'd say, but they're fighting. And he goes, try. And so I would say, Mommy, do you love me? And Frank, as our mom would go, I love you, William. And then he'd be like, now ask Daddy. And I'd say, Daddy, do you love me? And he would go, I love you, William. So he was always there for me, you know, even in the darkest. Holy time. shit. That is one of the most depressing things I've ever heard. The grimmest stories. And I am a bartender at a party you need hostel to get in out Berlin. Of here. You bum me out so freaking hard, man. Yeah, we do not like to remember Ye Doggy Frank as anything like weird or sad. Most of my memories of Frank are very, very horny, and I love it this way. We would like for you to be having leaving. And for us to continue ye doggy dad. Melanie, I swear to God, that was so different than before. You are obviously lying. I'll go. I'm sorry. I, I want you guys to keep your memory of Frank alive in the way that you see fit. But I just wanted to say thank you for... You're welcome. Clearly not you, bartender. Thank you to everybody else for giving him the happiest memories. Ye doggy Frank. Ye doggy Frank. Can I have a goodbye kiss? No. Okay. Have a blessed day. Ye doggy Frank. I'm very religious. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a ye doggy break. Let's take a ye doggy break. (laughs) 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It. I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies and it's like... Yeah. It's like... Oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency, like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy, speaking of busy schedules, and I there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help 
Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 listen. Alpha and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there, and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like Nick Kroll, <gasps> guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Doggy Frank, we're back. We are back from the break. I will say about this uh, this little one we just did. Um, a, I'd like to formally apologize to the fact that we lost every single European listener uh, during the course of that. Scene. Yes, it is very. It, I I am very I could, sad I that we will no longer feel be. them yeah. tune just like not only turning the episode off but unsubscribing from the podcast in their podcaster of choice. Hundred percent. Also, yep. I don't know how. I think I lost touch of the intention. I don't think that was the most lithe uh, scene. I disagree. I think the bartender was very was, lithe. That's I true. Think the bartender was quite the, um, Whatever her name was. Melanie. The, Melanie, I think she was pretty lithe. Okay. That's Frank, good. I think in his essence, was lithe. In his own way, his own fancy way. Should yeah. I read every uh, review? I would love if you would read a review for a European <laughs> I'm not going to do a single accent during this night scene. Doubt it. And, uh, okay. This is for Heart of Gold Hostel in Berlin. Oh, another Berlin one. From Johannes S. Johannes Spit. Johannes Spit. One star. One star. This is for Heart of Gold Hostel in Berlin. No Heart, More Gold should be the name of this hostel. 
got into a Berlin nightclub time what? warp and foolishly lost track of time and had none left to take my sheets off in order to get to my train. The staff didn't care and refused to pay me back the deposit. No room for an exception. In fear of the boss must be a horrible, sad being. There is no love there. A certain unfriendly attitude flies along even by just serving a beer. Stay away. It will make your trip more lovely, winky face. So, you might be wondering what the Ooh. fuck is that saying? Now, what I've... A close reading of that... I believe what yeah. happened was that Johannes went to a nightclub. Yeah. Lost track of time. Yes. Realized they had to catch a train. Yep. Didn't have time didn't, to didn't strip the sheets off the bed, which is one of the things you were supposed to do before you checked out of also the hostel. Also takes literally like two seconds to do. And does not take so long. So the hostel kept the deposit. Because it's the least you could do is strip the because sheets. Because you didn't do the one thing you were supposed to do. Yes. And then when you ask for an exception to the rule... Like, because no. you'd lost track of time at a nightclub, they wouldn't make it because they were scared of the boss, who is a very unfriendly being. But didn't didn't Johannes Spit say who I'd imagine? Like Johannes Spit doesn't know the boss. That's true. That's true. They say must be a horrible, sad yeah, yeah. being. I also would like to draw attention to No Heart More Gold, which was right. a very misleading title for a one-star review talking about how they thought the service was bad, even though they're just doing their jobs. And you were a bad uh, patron in that, like, well, I think no the, I, heart more gold would, I would think, like, oh, they couldn't be nicer. They couldn't be more generous. No, I think it means, like, they have no heart. All they're interested in is more gold. Oh, is it no heart, comma, more gold? <laughs> it is ultimately no heart, more gold should be the name of the hostel with no punctuation. So no heart, more gold should be the name of the hostel. I but see. I think it's no heart, more gold should be the name. No, that makes sense. But I really was quite misleading of like, no heart, more gold. No heart, more gold. It's kind of giving, um, you know, the book that's like all about context and, and syntax. And it's like eats, shoots and leaves. Let's eat, grandma. Let's eat, yeah. grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat, grandma. <laughs> you, you coming up to the desk at a... Hostel trying to explain the situation. Yeah, so um, basically, I, I I have to check out. My flight is in like twenty minutes, so I, I got to go to the airport right now. I, there, I I I did as much as I can, but there's a couple things I, I didn't have time to do, so I'm I'm sorry about that. Um, oh, um, before you check out, could you please let me know uh, the couple things that you did not uh, do? Oh my god! First of all, this is crazy. You're literally the first German person I've met here. Um, oh well, this is a melting pot. Right, I've heard that. Know. I uh, so I didn't. Um, I did strip the sheets, but I I couldn't figure out how to get the pillowcases off the pillow, so I just said fuck it. I left the pillows. And uh, oh no, you did not take off the the pillowcase. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, is there a button? You couldn't figure it out. I think there's a button. Am I right a about button. that? There's some kind of button there that makes it hard to get off. I don't. know. Yeah. You are um. You are pulling my leg. No, 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 I'm serious, I'm serious. I, I couldn't figure it out, so I'm just letting you know, and I'm going to run now. I have to catch flight, no, so thank you so no, much. No, 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 you cannot leave. Well, well, I'm just trying to get my deposit, but like it was like a 50 euro cash deposit, if I could just get that back. And then... No, uh, we cannot give you the deposit, and you cannot leave the establishment. Okay, well, first of all, you're not going to, you can't stop me, okay? I know, I know well, we're in I Germany, but, but still a but still our... free country. 
I know I can't stop you, but you, you, when you came to the hostel, you signed the agreement saying that you would leave everything as it was and that you would strip the bed. Well, the pillowcases the the pillow pillow case. were on the pillows when I showed up, so. Well, now you are being, um, you, have no, you are being, you are having cheek with me. You are being no, a cheeky no cheek here. boy. All right. I don't like your tone, first of all. Um, I am sorry to say this, but I might have to get the manager involved. Good. Yes, please. What's your name, by the way? My name is Lisa. Okay, Lisa, please get your ma- fetch your manager for me. And what does your name remind me of your name? Gry. 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 Your name? No, I know for a fact that your name is not Gra because that is a sound and that is not an American name. Fine, it's Greg. I'm okay. scared to tell you. Greg, you will not be scared of me when you are meeting my manager. My manager is a very scary man. Oh, I'm sure. And he will be the one to be making sure that you are be taking the pillowcases off the pillows. I literally, you... my flight is going to leave without me. I have to go. You're... Well, that is too bad. Give you should have learned to take off the pillowcases. I will not be giving that to you. Uh-oh. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, God. He's on his way. May God have mercy on your soul. How do you know he's on his way all of a sudden? Because I feel him. I feel him walking through the halls. May God help you, Grant. He's here, Mankman. Hello. Hi. I hear from Lisa that you are having trouble taking off the pillowcases. No, no. Well, yes, that is happening, but that's not the real issue here. Here, uh, sorry, there's something about you. The real, the real issue here is that, um, is that Lisa is not giving me my money back. Oh, Lisa, that is not nice. You pay, he pays the deposit to make sure he gets it back at the end of his stay. Right. I, Thank I, you. I know, I know, but he, he, Lisa, why don't you go take your smoke or break and then uh, you can come back when you are done. Yeah. I will deal with this gentleman. Enjoy your smokos. Lisa, as she leaves, she just kind of like, you see a tear go down and she just, just shaking. Now, kind of an unstable why? chick. Ha 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 ha! Where you that find is our these Lisa. people? You should be. You should. I'm just like I don't want to criticize you as a manager, but you should hire better staff than that. Why don't you? And I sit down. I can pour you. What no, would you like? I don't would have a like time for this. OJ, I, would you like a coffee? No, I have an airport like a beer? to get to. I have to fly home. I, I just kind of like I put a hand on your shoulder really tight. Oh. Ugh. Would you like an orange juice, a coffee, or a beer? Um, coffee, I guess. Good. I put you floppy down in the chair. Now, why don't you tell me what could have possibly happened that you did not remember? You seem like a very smart man, Greg. You seem like you know how to take a pillowcase off of the pillow, Greg. It's not that I didn't... There was a, now, there was you a, and I both know that you know there are no buttons to there having was, being There was. There literally was a fucking on button. On pillowcase. You're fucking Greg. calling me a liar when I literally was a... There was a button. There was a button. Greg. Wait. You can be honest with I, me, Greg. Fuck. I'm gonna miss my fucking flight. 
Greg. I'm gonna be late to. I'm not gonna like make it back in time for work. Greg, you and I will not be table. having standing up from the table unless you tell me what it is that really happened in that bedroom. I shit myself. I shit myself in a club. I was dancing and I took I took a hit of something and I don't know. I didn't know it was a popper. I did a popper for the first time and it made me shit myself on the dance floor. And so I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I have to get home for a flight. So I ran back to the ho ho hostel and I used the pillowcase to clean the shit off my ass. And so I can't give you the pillowcases back because I used the pillowcases to clean the shit that was all over my ass because I shit myself. Is that what you want to- Shit on your ass. Is that what you want to fucking hear? Greg. Keep the fucking 50 euro. Just let me go home. I Greg, had a do you really- think, Do you think I am a stupid man? No. What? Do you think I am a, uh, how do, uh, a patsy? Do you think I am a patsy man? No. You look really smart to me. Do you think I am one who takes kindly to half-truths? You don't believe Greg. that I shit myself. Greg, I believe you look like a man who has shit his pants. Right, so what's the fucking damage? But Greg, I what? know that is not the whole story, Greg. Oh, please, don't, don't make Greg, me. Greg, do you want to make your flight back home to Jacksonville, Florida, Greg? Yeah, it's so bad. I have a... Now, Greg, I bet you're wondering how I knew that you are from Jacksonville, Florida. I assume it's because I had to give you a, my passport to scan. It's because when I, you had to right. give me your passport to scan. That's not now, weird. Now, Greg, I have your passport, Greg. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I took your passport I because I know that you will not be leaving until you give me the entire story, Greg. Okay, can you... Now, can we you... can do this the easy way. What? Or... I could bring in Lisa, and she could also listen to no, this no, story, no, Greg. No, no, please don't make her hear Would it. Would you like me to bring no, in Lis no, Lisa? No, no, please don't make her hear it. Greg, you have to stop writhing around in your okay, seat. Okay, okay, okay. Now, you shit your pants at the yes. club. Yeah. You use the pillowcases to wipe the shit off your ass. Right. And then... And then... I put on the my clean clothes again to come downstairs and check out and I was waiting for the elevator and it took a really long time to come so I was like fuck it I'll take the stairs so I took the stairs and I slipped in the stairwell and I shit my pants you shit yourself again I shit myself again and I had no more clothes that were not shitted in. I had shitted in all of my clothes. So I ran back upstairs and I took the pillowcases off someone else's bed and I fashioned these shorts that you're looking at now. Now, Greg, do you want to know how I already knew this half of the story? There's CCTV, right? There's closed circuit television. Yes. Right. And, Greg, it is very clear, Greg, by looking at your pants, I, that they are made of pillowcases. Right. And there's still some shit, probably. And there is still a little bit. Right. Yes. How much is a now, man's dignity worth? 50 euros? Oh, Greg. For you, not as much. But 
What? I will let you go. You will not be getting your deposit back. That's for fine. obvious reasons, Just give me Greg. my passport. Greg, I will give you your passport, but you need to do something for me in return. What? You need to write a five-star review on Yelp, Greg. What? Okay. You need to sure. write a review, and I need to watch you do it. What? Now? No, I'll do it on the plane. Yes. I'll get the go-go no. in-flight Wi-Fi. Do you, I'll get Greg, the go -go do I look flight. like a stupid man? No, Greg. no. Do I look like no. Unpatsy, Greg? No, not Unpatsy, no. Greg, do you know how many people have left this hostel saying, Oh, Utia, we will give you five-star review. Five-star. And I then they do it's not leave a single review. It is an easy thing to say, harder still to do, Greg. Okay, now, Greg, okay. would you like to shit yourself no. a third and third time this day? Or would you no. rather Fuck. write I'll the review? It. I said I'd fucking do it. Out loud, Greg, I want to look over your shoulder okay, and have you read okay. it to me. Here is Und Laptop. What? I change the translation to English. Und write about how hospitable we are, how okay, clean our okay, services are. Okay. I loved my time here. It was a blast. Five, five stars. Greg. What? That's a positive review. There's nothing wrong with... If you saw that review, you'd be like, that's a good review. Greg, you hurt Lisa today. No, she hurt herself. No, She was Greg. fighting me. She should have just given me the money. Right okay, about okay. Lisa. Okay. There's... I showed up at the hostel, and there was this really rocking chick named Lisa, who was super friendly and and did a really good job, and I bet she's really good at her job, and I bet that no one would ever say she's not. Um, and a few, me? And the manager, he's really, uh, really super nice dude, who's also really helpful, and I swear none of these rooms ever smelled like shit. There was no shit anywhere in this place. I don't even know if people here can shit, because that's how little shit there was anywhere. I love it. It smells so fucking good. If I could never shit again, I would. Five fucking stars. Send, Greg. It's okay, send. Dude. Good. Can I have my fucking passport? You did a fantastic job today, Greg. Thank you. You will be having your passport back. Thanks. We ask that you never come here to the country of Germany. Easy. Or Done. to this ho uh, hostel ever again. Something in your fucking food didn't agree with me anyway, so I gotta go. Okay, it's not the food. It's not the food. It was the poppers. We all know it was the poppers <laughs> and that I have a weak constitution. Sure, whatever. Just, I think I missed my fucking flight. Can I stay one more night? <laughs> I don't you have, can I don't have another flight. Greg. What? You can stay. Good. But what? You will not get your passport back. <laughs> if I stay? <laughs> yes. So I can never leave. Correct. Okay, then give me my passport. I'll find somewhere else. Okay.
piece of shit. Sorry, I'm sorry. I am a piece of shit. I'm Thank you. Pe- I was talking about myself. Walks outside. I love... <laughs> Bye. Bye, Lisa. Th- thanks for your help. I hope you enjoyed your smoke break. So he let you go. Yeah. So I told him about the <laughs> stuff. About the shit. Yes, the shitting myself stuff. So. We all knew. I know. <laughs> I knew that. It was could have been so easy. How much is a man's dignity worth? For you. Not much. I hear that. I hear that a lot. You hear a group in the back of the hostel just go, You doggy Frank! This place is fucked. <laughs> um, now, let's talk about the liveness of those yes. characters. I think, I think that at the beginning, uh, yeah. Greg was not a very live character. He was quite mm. aggressive and quite kind of like but, uh, tense. And, yeah. then, and then in his kind of, there was a liveness and a youth to his groveling. I think so. And like once once the manager was able to kind of intimidate him, like I kind of imagine the manager being like a Christoph Waltz type. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and once he was able to get Greg to open up, like that's mm-hmm. where the liveness came in and the freedom the of talking about the poppers and the shit. The fluidity. And, yeah. All righty. This is for the Cabanas Hostel in Liverpool. Okay. Uh, this is from Anna M. Anna McCartney. Anna McCartney. No relation. Five stars. Such a nice hostel. Honestly. But the cleaning lady is very rude. The Liverpool woman who is always cleaning the bathrooms. Liverpool woman. Very, very, very rude. So fucked up. The Liverpool woman who is always cleaning the bathrooms. Very, very, very rude. Watching like cable network news, and it's like a local menace that no one has caught. Rumors are flying again today about a Liverpool woman who has been seen sneaking into her neighbors' houses and disappearing into the night without a trace. Coming at you. Sorry, we uh, breaking news. I am standing in one of the uh, public market squares in Liverpool, and I have an eyewitness here who says that they saw a Liverpool woman um, in the local shops. Um, it is unclear as to whether she was just shopping or if she was causing a disturbance, but I'm here with someone on the ground who did get eyes on the Liverpool woman before she scurried away. Um, sir, what is your name again? Derek. Derek. Okay, Derek. And now, can you tell me about the Liverpool woman? Was she I... frightening? Was she terrifying? Was she uh, a danger to you or to others? She she got a bag of chips and a fucking uh, ride. And so, did she steal them? I yeah. Oh my god. She's maybe more dangerous than we thought. Thank you. Uh, uh, sir, Derek, make sure you go home and you lock your doors and lock your windows. Uh, uh, all right. What uh, what channel is this going to be in? Thank you so much for chatting here with us. No, okay, but Frank. I want to see myself on the telly. What channel is it going to be in? Back to you, Frank. I fucking hell. Well, that was truly bone-chilling stuff. Thank you. That was our reporter in the field, Anna. She was on the ground live in Liverpool's famous Market Square. And uh, we're going to be talking recently to a woman who has a little something special planned for this Christmas. But, oh, hang on a second. I'm getting, uh, 
Uh, sorry, sorry, everybody. I'm getting a, a report uh, live in studio here. We're gonna cut back to Anna. She actually has some more news live from Liverpool's world famous Market Square. Hi, Frank. I know we are all very excited to hear about That's the, all right. the joys around Christmas. Um, but I do have uh, a pair of, um, what did they say? They're sisters. Sisters who went to school with who we believe to be the Liverpool woman. I, and they, they called in the studio. They said that they have information on the identity of who the Liverpool woman might be. So we are here with, um, please remind me of your names again, ladies. Shekel. And Tina. Shekel okay. and Tina. Cheryl and Tina, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, what information can you give us about the Liverpool woman? We was in grade 12 with her. She was a right cow. She was a right cow. And, um, you know, I moved to... <laughs> Sorry, it's my first time on the telly. And now, Lisa, it sounds like you are not from Liverpool. I can explain. Tina and I were separated at birth. And so I was raised up in Glasgow, and uh, my sister was raised down here in Liverpool. And um, so that's kind of, that's fascinating, ladies. But I, I'm really not interested to hear about the no, details No, a fascinating story, really. We met at summer camp. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, I went to summer camp with her, and we saw each other, and we said, by gum, that's me. And uh, that's how we realised that we were secretly said, twins. Oh, she's, she's lovely. She's she's. Gorgeous, and I, and I thought, oh Jesus, she looks a bit like me. Um, and and also, that's great. I sorry, I just Cheryl here again. I do need to mention my sister Tina. <laughs> she she spent some time in Ireland as well, so that's why she sounds like that a bit. <clears throat> Whereas I, I'm, obviously, I'm kind you of can a woman tell, of the <laughs> born and ra- raised in Liverpool. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, what's known as a woman of the world. I'm kind of a nomad. Um. And so we've kind of just popping here to there. And so, you know, sometimes I've spent in the North of Ireland and sometimes back in Glasgow. Now, um, Anna, Anna, sorry to interrupt. Frank, you're back at the studio again. Uh, we we yes, do need Frank, to. Uh, thank you. Sorry, we've got to. We, we can't keep bumping Mrs. McNulty and her Christmas segment. So if you could just get a clear answer from these ladies on what exactly I am she did. I'm desperately trying, Frank. It kind of seems like they, they were in a bit of a parent trap situation, Frank. Um, now, that's but... fascinating, but not what we sent you to Liverpool's world famous Market Square for, Anna. Now, please get an answer about this cow ladies, they know. Uh, copy that, Frank. Um, now, ladies, you had mentioned that the Liverpool woman is kind of a cow, which I know in Ech. British slang is uh, she's not very nice. She's maybe a little bit mean and kind of stupid. Right. Um, uh, bit of a bitch. Um, do you have any specific instances um, where the public should be concerned about the appearance of the Liverpool woman? Well, when we were in grade 11, she, uh, I was sat in the canteen having me crisps and she came over and she she grabbed the crisps and, and walked off. She was crisps mad. Absolutely. Oh, she obsessed. was crisps mad, all right. And another thing is that when we found out that we were separated at birth, um we decided to switch places. And so I went Aye. down to Liverpool Aye. and my sister went up to Glasgow and um you, sorry, not mi- switched it birth but right. separated at birth and um the liverpool woman she she tattled she told, told our everybody. parents she told everybody that we'd switched places because, and i don't and, know it, this might might sound come as some something of a shock to you but we were trying to get our parents back together you know they had been divorced and one of them took each baby so we were trying to get them back together 
Also, Frank, um, I would just like to make clear, Frank, I know you can't see, everyone else can see, but these women are not identical twins. These women, uh, well, these are, uh, are you even fraternal? It seems like one of you is maybe about 10 years older than the other. I, 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 but I held back, so. Great. Um, so Anna, what, Anna, I'm so, sorry to interrupt again, but I have to say, Mrs. McNulty is in the studio and she is getting feral. We need to get closure on this segment so we can bump to her. So just go ahead. And... Frank, I am desperately trying. All I've learned so far today is that the Liverpool woman is uh, crisp mad, they said. And for our American listeners, that means that she loves potato chips. Right. Um, that she is crisp mad and that she tattled on this kind of weird parent trap. Um, I do have to question. I mean, I'm a journalist. I have to do my due diligence. Could your parents not tell they had different children because you two look absolutely nothing alike and sound very different? Well, you know, we're not implying that the plan was flawless, but... No, you kind of missed out on the... You didn't let us finish is that no. when we got to each other's houses, I... um, the parents said, who are you? Are you one of my daughter's friends from school? Why are you in my house? And then it and... was the cow that spoiled the whole fucking thing. And then she called them and said, those aren't, those are your kids, but they switch places. And so I guess if anyone were to be nervous about the Liverpool woman, it would be that she's a, a little crisp mad rat. Now, uh, uh, sorry, I, I have to ask, y- 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 what channel is this going to be in? I, I really want to see me and my sister on the TV. Frank, I, I hope that was enough closure for you, Frank. Uh, Anna, she's a crisp Anna, man rat. I have to say, your ability to close is unbelievably poor. Reminds me a lot of our relationship. Can't commit. Frank, I am Cannot commit. doing my best. Anyway, I am going to bump your ass now and go right to Mrs. McNulty and her Christmas segment. Um, also, I want to ask the viewers at home, uh, did it sound worse when I said cow than when the British people said it? I think it might have, and I want to say sorry. Anyway, uh, going live to Mrs. McNulty now. Well, thank you so much. I've waited for so long to be part of this channel. And that's all the time we have. Thank you so much, Mrs. McNulty. Uh, For everyone watching at home, stay safe, stay indoors, and if you see a woman with crisps, punch her in the throat. (laughs) Should we do our last thing? Let's fucking do it. (laughs) All week long. I guess what's shaking me is our incredible accent work this episode. I, this was fucking hard, man. This one was hard. Um, I mean, it, we did put it on ourselves to do we chose, uh, well, general someone chose European. European. Someone did um, that. So I just would like to apologize to our British listeners, to our Scottish listeners, to our Irish listeners, German. to our French listeners, Dutch listeners, Swedish, um, Swedish listeners, German, um, just kind of like general Euro across the board. Um, oh, to our Floridian listeners, to our Texan listeners, to our Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Minnesotan, um, you did that one. Um, uh, no, we cut that oh, one. Oh, we cut that <laughs> <laughs> That was the scene we cut because it wasn't oh, right, good. Oh, right, right. That was the yes. scene that we stopped after 30 seconds because it was shit. Um, yes. Um, a little peek behind the curtain. A little peek behind um, the Alf, curtain. what has been shaking you? What's been shaking me is this damn migraine I'm developing. Um, I, I really do have a headache. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but that's not what's shaking me. What's shaking me is, um... I uh, got a new, uh, I, I ordered some some vinyl, new record, uh, and it was shipped to my house, and I inadvertently uh, bought five copies of it, 
Um, Very cool. And so What's I, the record? Uh, it's Hell Mode, Jeff Rosenstock. Great album, great album it's art. Elmo, uh, <laughs> it's Tickle Me Elmo. Elmo's <laughs> new Sing Along With album, Sing Along With Sing Elmo. Sing Along With Me ABCs. Uh, no, it's a great album, and I did. I accidentally ordered five copies, but I was able to get that resolved, and they only shipped one. Very cool. But it came with, this is the real what shook me, inside the record as a little fun little with gift. music. They put an airhead. And let me tell you, I haven't had an airhead in probably a decade. And it, what flavor? It was watermelon, and it hit hard. I was yeah, like, holy shit. And I forgot I had it for like an hour, and then I was like, wait, I never ate the airhead. And that was pretty fucking good. So my, uh, my what shook me? Supporting the artists you love. <laughs> Listening to music. Your what shook me is getting candy. And eating a little bit of candy. <laughs> <laughs> My wish me, we're just gonna glaze over it really quick. Um, I do have a new crush, Aww. a new anthropomorphic crush, and ultimately, we're not gonna beat around the bush here. Unfortunately, it's for everyone, it's including me, cars. nope, it's not Mater. It is the devil from the Cuphead show animated series. I will not be taking any further questions at this time. If you want to look it up, you can look it up. Um, and we're just gonna we're gonna move right on past it. We're gonna move right on past it because it has been shaking me. It's been shaking me for a variety of reasons. It's been shaking me because it's like, what is wrong with me? It's been shaking me because it's like. I have good taste, and uh, it's been shaking me because it's just like, what does it say about what goes on in there? And by in there, I mean my psyche. Um, uh, what's also shaking me is, again, reminder that we are performing. If you want to hear these amazing accents Woo! live in person, uh, we are going to be at New York Comedy Festival Sunday, November 5th. Littlefield in Brooklyn uh, at 5.30 p.m. And we will link to those tickets. And you can find, um, we will be posting about it online uh, on our socials as well. Speaking of our socials, you can find Alfred on Instagram at Alfred in it. You can find the show on Instagram at Review Review. You can find And you should on- follow the show on Review Review at, on Instagram because we polled uh, the followers for topics. Yes, we do. Including this week's topic, we came from Jenna, who also worked thanks, on a Jenna. theme song. So, um, yeah, thanks again for that theme song. Um, and you can also, yeah, and go follow us. Join the Headgum Review Review Discord because very fun things happen there. And also, Jeff and I still have our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Riley and Jeff, where we do monthly Zoom parties and Q&A live streams. And we're also going to come up with more perks. Um, so yeah. And if that's not enough Riley and Spa for you, well, you can get some more over on Instagram.com, just the web browser, not the phone app, at Riley and Spa, and on X. Dot com for as long as it lasts at Riley Coyote and as we say every single week on the show every week doggy 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 doggy